The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Our guest today is Larry Kim, founder of the Keyword Management Solution, WordStream. Larry's going to share his recommendations for getting your PPC and SEO to work as magnets to your site. Um, pretty much it's a synergistic program here, so I think you want to pay attention to both of those things. Uh, but first I wanted to take a look at last week's big event. Uh, I know it was uh, rather significant. A lot of people were talking about it. That's SMX Advanced. Uh, I had the privilege of being there. I hosted the party on Tuesday night, and uh, I did not operate a booth this year. That meant that basically I got to sit in the audience. <laughs> yeah, very jealous, although you didn't live blog for us. That that would have been good. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have done actually a little better than live blogging. <laughs> I attended. Attended, yeah. spoke, and, uh, and sponsored the party. I mean, those are really <laughs> the magic three right there. You know, I, I think we're getting to the point where suddenly uh, the conference has actually gone so far up in quality and presentation that it actually rivals the parties. Uh, the sessions I had were actually in the big auditorium, and there were people sitting in the aisles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was packed, and uh, it was a, a really good show. You were on uh, the SEO Vets Take All Comers panel. Yes. Um, what was that like? What What were the big highlights out of that one? Well, there were a lot of things. Uh, one of the central uh, discussions of the way the panels in the whole week went were really centered on the no follow tag, which really has to be a separate show, I think. Yeah. But the uh, format was really high. Everybody got to say about 30 seconds of who they are, and then it went to audience questions. So there were questions from all over. Uh, Hi, I'm seeming to have a problem. There was a couple questions on buying paid links. Uh, that's been a topic for years. Uh, You know, the general consensus is that sometimes you get away with it and sometimes you don't. And don't be surprised if you don't. That's sort of the way it works. Um, It was interesting. Matt was in the back in sort of one of these glass rooms that they have. uh, So 
he wasn't really in the room, so it was inconvenient for him to come running up to the stage when we said certain things. Uh, <laughs> he couldn't just jump on the panel like he did the, the, the panel previous. Yeah, he couldn't just jump up and say, hi, can I have the microphone? And uh, it's really sort of scary because in a lot of the sessions I speak on, especially where there's a group of different kinds of people on the panel, uh, he sometimes feels uh, compelled to... Uh, provide two cents as, a, as you go. Um, one of the better uh, sessions, I think, that everybody by the end uh, of the first day was really interested in, because his comments were in the first day, was the uh, UNA with Matt Cutts. Right. Um, and it was kind of also interesting there, Matt Cutts uh, had a t-shirt on where across the front it said, Matt Cutts. Danny Sullivan put on a t-shirt that said, not Matt Cutts. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, just to make sure everybody was clear on it. Yeah, we want good. to make sure. And uh, I think next year there's actually going to be a T-shirt concession set up. <laughs> so that everybody can get one. Not everybody wants a not Matt Cutts sh- uh, shirt, and I think that'll work out just fine. Okay. You had to uh, uh, be there. There were a number of questions. Some people were opinionated. Uh, the problem with Matt Cuts as a session is people like to ask uh, sort of, you know, paragraphs, not sentences or yeah. not what do you think of or anything like that. It's, hi, I run a site. Yeah, that's that's definitely something I've noticed in live blogging Matt Cut sessions. It's They feel the need to have this long, incredibly detailed setup about their specific site. And the answer is always something that's, very simple, very, you know, obvious in a lot of cases, and that probably every other SEO in the room has told them already when they gave their big, long answer, you know, big, long question, but they don't want to believe it until you hear it from Matt, which I think is the real value of these Q&A sessions, is that Matt can finally say all the things that, you know, everybody else is telling people, and then people believe it, you know. Well, I'll give you two little nuggets that did come out of it. Uh, Google has... Uh, progressed in their ability to process JavaScript linking. So now if you go to any of the popular services and download some software to create JavaScript navigation, most of those services, according to what was said, those links will actually be spidered. So JavaScript linking is actually becoming more common. Uh, If you write your own, it's not like anything they've ever seen before. It may not work. So don't be surprised on that. Uh, and the other one was that no follows um, don't move all of their link juice to the links that remain. Yeah, he said something about the page break evaporating or something it, like yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't say it's diminished or reduced or prorated. The word he used was evaporates. So if you had 100 links and you no follow half of them, all that link juice doesn't go to the 50 that remain. So Some like, of that link juice evaporates. So it's like they do the division before they realize the no follows are there, and they only pass what they normally would have passed? That's no. That's kind of weird. That isn't it, no, uh, because they know not to count them. So a lot of the link juice transfers, just not all of it. I want a percentage. Matt, <laughs> when you write your blog post, I want a percentage. 80%, 70%, 50%. What is it? 
Yeah, there's definitely so many questions left when it comes to this no-follow um, recommendation that Matt gave at SMX. And uh, like Bruce said, it's hard to even touch on part of it here, so we will definitely um, put a show. Yep. Uh, I look forward to pulling together something to make that happen. Definitely. We have to take a break, but stick around right now because when we come back, Larry Kim is going to talk to Virginia about new ways to think about inbound marketing. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Larry Kim, founder and vice president of product development at WordStream. WordStream has several keyword management tools for PPC and SEO. And as the founder, Larry's very involved in inbound marketing efforts for the company. Inbound marketing is the topic of the day, so it's a pleasure to have Larry on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Virginia. So, okay, let's start with a quick definition for the listeners. How do you describe inbound marketing? Well, I think that marketers generally think about inbound marketing as engaging uh, in certain types of marketing activities uh, that would enable customers to find find you and interact with your business. Uh, but if you think about it, whenever anyone wants to really buy or learn more about something, essentially they usually just go to Google and do a Google search and see what comes up. And so for this reason, I view inbound marketing as largely being uh, search marketing, especially uh, SEO and PPC. And because 
people tend to more often click on the, the natural search results than the sponsored results also tend to think of inbound marketing as being more SEO uh, as, uh, than anything else. Uh, now, that's not to say that there aren't other inbound marketing activities out there. Uh, for example, clearly social media marketing, blogging, email marketing. These are all very uh, important and interrelated uh, activities. But um, uh, in general, when I think of an inbound marketing, I, I would definitely uh, – in general, when I think of inbound marketing, I think of, of SEO. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, among our listeners, I'm sure that's probably where their um, experience lies as well. Um, before the interview, we were chatting a bit about you know how inbound marketing has emerged as a strategy, and you made an interesting point um, that – Maybe inbound marketing has become a bit overused, you know, as a term. And uh, do you think maybe there's another direction people should be thinking in? Or are you, is this coming out of a concern that maybe we're speaking in abstraction rather than, like, what's actionable? Absolutely. Um, I think that inbound marketing is, it's, well, it's like a really well-accepted platitude. It's kind of like vegetables are good for you or (laughs) inbound marketing, uh, you know, is important for your business. But uh, I think there, you know, what's really required at this stage is sort of greater granularity and definition in terms of, okay, so we accept this idea that inbound marketing is important for your business for all of these reasons. And, um, and now, now what? Like, uh, what do you do to actually, uh, you know, uh, implement a, a concrete, actionable plan uh, to sort of transform a, a, a static website into an inbound marketing vehicle? Yeah, no, uh, I think that's probably a tendency that we people fall into a lot. So let's let, let me see if I can try to get some of those more, um, you know practical um actions out of you um so you know when i think of like where the actual practice of inbound marketing comes to play like you said it's 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 all about seo and ppc and um how do you think um people should be using their seo and ppc to drive inbound marketing because um people can be doing seo and ppc and maybe kind of faltering as far as actually drawing people in well, I think that, uh, yeah, obviously marketers know that PPC and SEO are, you know, important, highly leveraged ways to enable customers to find you, which was sort of what I was saying, what inbound marketing is all about. But um, conversely, very few of them truly understand the importance of uh, of how to leverage PPC and SEO to transform the business uh, in, into sort of a destination site for a particular niche or, or your industry. And so uh, specific advice that I have for your, your listeners um, uh, would be uh, uh, if, if, if they had a, uh, a marketing budget, uh, to <laughs> which, which might be a, a bit of a liberty these days, but uh, <laughs> if, they, if, if they had a marketing budget uh, to spend, I think paid search is, is a good uh, – first step uh, in inbound marketing efforts uh, because simply 
you can you know relatively quickly place bids on keywords you believe are relevant to your businesses and and see sort of the results that that those uh, produce uh, and if you're either persistent or or lucky uh, PVC can be can be quite uh, pro- uh, profitable um, but. Uh, in my view, there's a even greater benefit of PPC that's often overlooked, and, and that is this idea that by engaging in PPC, you're essentially giving the you're given the power to in, to tap into the sort of the, the the minds of the global marketplace and 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 see exactly what people are searching for and and view uh, valuable data such as impressions and clicks and conversions uh, on the keywords that you were thinking of uh, which in turn this data can provide you tremendously in, uh, valuable insight onto how to run your SEO efforts which as I was saying earlier uh, I feel is a, a huge component of, of inbound marketing um, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and I, I'd agree, you know, I think more often we're hearing now about like, oh, you can, you know, use your uh, PPC ads to maybe test your meta tags or, or things like that, you know, but this is still a pretty new um, message that I'm hearing. Um, but okay, so a big message of WordStream is that, you know, y- you can use the tools that WordStream provides to help create that magnet of a website. So um, why don't you tell me a little bit about the tools and how they help accomplish this? Uh, sure. Uh, at WordStream, we believe that, you know, keywords, uh, keyword research is uh, essentially very important foundational component of paid and organic search efforts. Uh, essentially, um in paid search, obviously, keywords are critical because you're essentially paying for clicks on keywords. And um, in SEO, it's imperative that you sort of structure your website and your web content around specific uh, targeted keywords that uh, people are actually searching for. And thus, sort of an alternative formulation of this uh, is would be to say uh, that an organization's ability to uh, be successful in search and thus inbound marketing is often rooted in their ability to strategically manage its keyword research expansion organization and to effectively transform um, that information into PPC and SEO actions on an ongoing fashion. And so uh, to this end, we provide uh, something called a keyword management solution, uh, and it's essentially a software solution for conducting continuous keyword discovery, uh, negative keyword tools, keyword research, keyword analysis, but also tools for transforming that just raw data into well, like web pages or an ad groups. Um, it's a learning system, uh, so the more you use it, the more it learns about possible keyword opportunities, uh, and thus, uh, with the greater data, allows you to better prioritize and act on on um, on the data by producing better ad groups and web content, uh, which hopefully produces more traffic as a result of your actions. And thus, you get into this sort of virtuous cycle of um, you know, snowballing effect where you you analyze and act on your data the action produces more data to act on and and um you know steadily uh growing your static website into uh, the destination site for a particular niche or or industry 
that's a really cool concept, a system that learns, you know, and, and continues making this uh, perpetual cycle so that everything, because SEO is not something that you can just, you know, set up once. Same with PPC, you know, you always have to be testing and analyzing and making sure that, you know, the site is tuned and that kind of thing. So I, I think that that is a great, uh, great tool that can be leveraged by uh, professionals in our industry. Um, one more quick question before we run out of time. So, you know, inbound marketing is, is relatively new if you think about the, the history of advertising. Um, do you think outbound marketing is, is, you know, on its way out or um, is becoming less useful now that we've got, you know, the online environment? Oh, I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I think that... Um you know, unless you're fortunate enough to have some kind of a product or service that for service that sells itself on the web, uh, you're still going to need you know some kind of a outbound marketing organization to um, to uh, conduct various activities. For example, uh, you know somebody's got to cl- uh, follow up on all these inbound leads. Uh, additionally, um, an outbound mar- marketing organization could also proactively call prospects uh, that weren't specifically looking for your solution and that's potentially important in in, um, in sort of uh, you know emerging markets like new products uh, and also for just increasing brand awareness uh, of your company and your products uh, outbound marketing can, can fulfill an important role there but um, you know I would view that the two are very complementary and um, uh, could be leveraged to their mutual benefit. Definitely. Again, the message is, you know, being holistic, it sounds like, and and, and reaching out in, in every way possible. Well, uh, I would certainly agree with that. All right. Very cool. Well, um, we are out of time, but you can read more from Larry on Twitter. Uh, Larry Kim is his uh, name over there. Or you can head over to the WordStream blog for tons of insight on keyword management and research for PVC and SEO and general search goodness altogether. It's a great blog over there. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Larry. Well, thank you very much. After the break, we'll be taking another look at inbound marketing. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. 
Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan here with Virginia and Michael. And before the break, Virginia had a chance to talk with Larry Kim, the founder of WordStream. One of Larry's passions is helping businesses improve their inbound marketing, which is what a lot of SEO also aims to do. So we were going to take a look at the difference between inbound and outbound marketing and how SEO can help pull people into your website. I think especially now with the web making everything easier for people to locate things themselves that it's really important to be there when they find you it makes perfect sense yeah well that's that's the rise of the search engines in the first place isn't it i mean people going and asking a particular question this is what i want you to bring to me and as search engines just get better and better at that it's making people lazier and lazier about reading the things that are actually coming to them as a result you know they're used to i only want the things that i want when i want them not, I'm not interested in your spam messages. I'm not interested in your advertising. I'm not interested in the cold calls because it's not targeting me at the right time. Right. I think, I think the internet has really empowered consumers, hasn't it? I mean, before we were left up to all knowledge discovery about products was through you know, direct mail or uh, TV advertising. And uh, people didn't trust that medium. I mean, they knew that, first of all, it was annoying because they're engaged in some of the activity and they're being interrupted. So you have to overcome that as an advertiser. And then uh, people just don't trust it, obviously. They know that you have an agenda. And it, the dynamic, the whole dynamic changes when they discover, even if it's ad content, if they've discovered it themselves, you have more power in the relationship. There is a big difference between somebody coming to you and you go into them. It just changes the dynamics. When I, in my very first job, I worked for Verizon, the customer service inbound call center, and we had to make outgoing calls to customers who had left messages, and we had to take inbound calls. And I remember an old hand who had worked there like 10 years, he told me, you know, it's, it, it changes the whole conversation when they arrive to you versus when you have to call them. They have all the power when you call them. And so it's not fun to take make those calls. It's a lot better to be on the receiving end of the call. Well, absolutely, because they're already open to it. They're, they're the ones making the connection, so they feel like they have a measure of ownership in what's going on. You know, if I call you and I say, hey, I've got this great deal for you, I'll give you $100 and, you know, a trip to Miami, and all you have to do is listen to this hour presentation, you're never going to go do that. Because it's interrupting your life. It's, I mean, even though they're offering you an incentive, it's, you're, you've got a resistance there because it's not what you were thinking about. You weren't planning for it, whatever. But if 
I see that there's an ad because I'm surfing around my favorite social network or whatever, and I see, oh, this guy's offering me this, and I pick up the phone and call, that's totally different. Now I'm already engaged, and I'm ready to say, this is what I want. I heard that you had this great offer. How can you make this work for me? And I have a part ownership in it, so I'm going to be more tenacious about getting it rather than being willing to just let it go and and say, you know what, never mind. Mm -hmm. Michael, so when back to that story, I mean, you said that you have to call people back when they left messages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like even then they were initiating it, but the fact that you were calling them, like, put them in a different mindset. It just changes. It's just human nature. Yeah. You know, if you come to them, even though it's, it should be the exact same information being imparted, and that's the exact same thing as with TV advertisements versus if you come in on an organic search page, the the business wants to give you the same information, and they think they have the same value proposition for you, but the psychological relationship is totally different. You know, it really comes down to, going back to Seth Godin's idea of the, the push marketing and the pull marketing. And it used to be we just fed, you know, we tried to brute force information and marketing down people's throats. And you can't do that. You have to kind of entice them in, you know, bait the line, draw them in. And then once they get there and they see how wonderful you are, they think it's their idea. And once you think it's your idea, you know, how much more willing are you to take a few extra steps to get it? Mm -hmm. You know. And some forms of uh, inbound marketing have a really high trust factor, too. For instance, like Google. People trust the results in Google. They think that the stuff at the top is what Google um, objectively thinks is the most related to what you're looking for. So in addition to the change dynamic of you going to the, them coming to you versus you going to them, there's also the trust issue. People we know, they've done studies where people, they don't trust any kind of direct advertising, um, push advertising at all. But if you go into the number one result on, on Google, you expect it to give you valid information that's credible. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a really big advantage. And it also forces the people who, who are trying to um, to rank well to be credible and to give valid information because that's how you get other humans to link to you and increase your popularity on the net. So along with um, Google being one of those trusted uh, sources, this... Inbound marketing. Right. Uh-huh. Social media, you know, is kind of... People really trust what their, their trusted network is, is telling them. And the people, when they're getting recommendations from real people like that's a huge right yeah we well we know pure word of mouth is like the strongest thing you could possibly head for it's just a matter of leveraging the influencers and influencers aren't necessarily the a-list people you know they're the people that the a-list people talk to and that's where you really want to hit the it's interesting how like inbound marketing is kind of bringing consumers and businesses together in a way so that they both understand each other in a in a way that there was always a disconnect before mm-hmm. but now like because of the way inbound marketing works you actually have to understand what your demography is and I remember reading this one anecdote by this guy who became a VP of marketing at this company and he went in and he said okay so what do we know about our customers and he asked each person in turn around the table and all of them had a different answer and he said and then he would always ask them well how did you come to that conclusion and they, they all had a different answer about Um, what the demography of their customers were and uh, so he said you guys don't know anything about your customers and so he made an intensive study for the next couple months and they found out a lot of really interesting insights and it helped them sell I believe it was video cards for like an early Macintosh or something but um, so 
this is the, the way email marketing works is forcing businesses to get to that kind of level of understanding with the customers. Yeah. And so that's a big benefit for everybody. And really stop treating the customer as, you know, a hostile, <laughs> as a hostile thing. You, you don't want to, you know, set it up with us versus them with your customers. You want to help your customers. I mean, that's, that's Google's big thing is everything they do helps their users. Why? Because their users make them money. Right. And they were constrained before. I mean, how else were they going to get the information out to them except for with this push app? That was the only way to do it. There wasn't a way you could get them to come to you except for, like you're saying, trying to sell timeshares by offering them, like, right. free TVs and things. <laughs> but even then, people turned it down all the time because it wasn't their idea. Well, sure, because they saw that episode of South Park where they kidnapped him when they tried to turn down the... I the haven't time. seen that, sure episode that episode of it. South Park, and now yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> I think right. we are out of time. Uh, thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy and send your internet marketing questions over to SEM Synergy at BruceClay.com. Come on back next week. Uh, we've got more industry and experts coming your way. For info on this week's guests and topics, check out SEMSynergy.com and we'll see you next week. <laughs>